Fantasy Baseball Disrupted is brought to you by your local no-kill animal shelter. Please donate or adopt. Welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted with a comma and an uppercase D. It is May 6th. Um, I would say millions of people's uh, birthday across the world. Um, So... I'm going to cover a very specific thing, and it's, you know, what if your pitching isn't going as planned, have a lot of uh, injured starting pitchers in rotisserie leagues where it's standard, um, where it's not quality starts, where it's wins. Um, so your pitchers aren't performing up to snuff. You'd have, you have had to drop Aaron Savali. Uh, you had, uh, you know, DeGrom, whatever you drafted early. Um, so I want to talk about that. That's, that's what I'm going to get into. I think it's a really smart strategy. I'm not saying it's the biggest advantage um, imaginable, but I think it's the best way to go given your options. Um, and I think it's the biggest advantage you can give yourself once you're in that position given the options. Um, so, but before I get into that... Uh, I keep seeing that uh, my podcast is listened to like five or six times, and I wonder if that's just an autoplay on a couple of the different formats or someone accidentally clicks it or something, because I literally just do it while I drive around in the car with my dog, uh, or I'm walking my dog. I put no effort outside of the content. Um, I put no production effort, and I'm just talking into my phone. So I can't imagine, uh, and no one knows about it except my best friend who doesn't listen to it. Um, and I, so I can't imagine anyone's listening. But if you are, uh, I would love to cater what I talk about uh, toward the one viewer that I have. Or I can't imagine there are really five, uh, but the five viewers. So um, at Fantasy Disrupt, disrupt like you're going to disrupt an industry, at Fantasy Disrupt on Twitter is where you can find me on Twitter. Great sentence. Um, If you have any topics, any specific questions, um, anything like that, if you want me to cover something in general, um, uh, yeah, do it. uh, You know, uh, uh, tweet me or whatever. Uh, You don't have to follow me. I don't give a crap about that. But uh, at Fantasy Disrupt and uh, uh, make sure it's... um, Make sure it's me. I don't know. Um, it's, it's at fantasy disrupt. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let's get into it. Um, your starting pitching is not very good. You're in a a rotisserie league. Um, it's either injured, underperforming, or just, you didn't draft very heavy starting pitching. Um, and, uh, I say starting pitching because that's a majority of the, that's going to dominate the four categories. Uh, but certainly your relievers um, are a big issue, especially this year, just moving more toward uh, how running backs and catchers are, right? Uh, there isn't a primary one really for, I don't think, a majority of teams. Excuse me. And um, so that's split up as well. Um, you got to be in a rotisserie league, uh, and you got to have, it's got to be wins, strikeouts, saves, ERA, and whip. Or at least it's got to have wins and saves, um, not quality starts. Now, um, 
So what I would say, and it's an innings limit, okay? You need an innings limit. What I would say is, let's say you're low in most everything. You don't have a lot of uh, starting pitcher, uh, starting, you know, good starting pitcher. So you don't have a lot of innings logged, which is good. That's fine. That's fine. You can make them up later and not sacrifice as much quality as you think. You don't have to, uh, you know, just do any two-star pitcher the last week of the league, um, you know, just to get innings and get Ks and get wins. Uh, but wins, that's where I wanted to go with it. Um, so here's the thing. For right now, I would not sacrifice much quality at all. I would be on the waiver wire like crazy. I'm sorry. So what I mean by don't sacrifice much quality, don't. Streaming options are fine, like good matchups, that's great. Um, but I would focus um, way more on, um, well, yeah, scrounge, scrounge the waiver wire for good matchups, for sure. Um, well, hold, let me hold off on relievers. And I would scrounge the waiver wire for, uh, I'm going to give you some names right here. And I don't know anything about pitch mix, underlying stats. I know, you know, XFIP or FIP and... Sierra and XERA. I know generally what they're supposed to be telling us, um, but um, what I'm saying is, I got distracted, sorry. What I'm saying is, uh, I don't know anything about advanced uh, analytics when it comes to pitchers. I do hitters a little bit, not not pitchers. And so all I do is I just go, oh, this, this dude right here, he had three good starts. I go the last two weeks on the waiver wire. I put up the stats for the last two weeks. Who's at the top starting pitchers? And who's interesting? Who's got a little friggin' blurb? Whose name do I recognize that used to be a top prospect? And I've come up with a couple. Um, you know, CBS, their show, Fantasy Baseball Today, is obviously more exhaustive. Well, I, I have a couple names they don't, but they're more exhaustive, and they have uh, probably better opinions. But I'm going to give you three real quick here. Dane Dunning, um, he's just performed well. I don't really, like, I looked it up, and... I don't know, his slider is good, and he's not throwing, uh, he's not uh, He's not walking people, his control is good, I don't know, he's getting a certain amount of whiffs on the slider like he used to for his first whatever games with the White Sox a couple years ago, I, What a, he, he he's pitching well, performance-wise, and here's the thing, I don't need to know about that, if you want to make a little bit more of an educated guess, and you do know about that stuff, by all means, utilize it, but I have just not been able to get into the pitching stuff, and I haven't needed to. Um, I'll give you an example. I pick up Dylan Bundy and Kyle Wright at the same time. The advanced stuff should have told me, Dylan Bundy, what am I doing? You know, but I, they both had good springs. They're names that had promise before, and Kyle Wright ended up being an ace. So anyway, Dane Dunning, he's, he's doing well. Uh, Daniel Lynch, um, he's done well his last three outings after a bad first outing against uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, who mash left-handed pitchers. I think he's a lefty. And the third one, who is the third one? I don't know, man. I just can't. Oh, well, there's Austin Gomber, too. I think I think he's going to be very good. And he had weird numbers 2021 where he was much better at home than on the road. But that, that may be injury-related more than anything. Um, I'll give you a, a couple more. Ronzi Contreras, who's not up, prospect. Um, George Kirby, not up, prospect. Uh, deep, deep, deep. Uh, Nate Pearson could eventually get in the rotation for the Blue Jays. He's about to become healthy and probably go in the bullpen. But, you know, scour it. Scour the waiver wire to get your starting pitching. Okay, good. So 
you'll get some starting pitching if you just work a little harder. But you're still not going to have what you had before. And the quality, you know, you're not going to pick Alec Manoa off the waiver wire. Um, you might get lucky and, and pick Kyle Wright, you know, but probably not. And it's probably only happening with one or two pitchers a year that they're widely available uh, in 80% of leagues. And then all of a sudden they're, they're 99% rostered. So how do you make up that quantity of quality? Uh, starting pitchers that you don't have and that you still haven't made up through the waiver wire starting pitchers. Go heavy. So don't sacrifice on quality. Have a line with your starting pitchers. And if you only have three starting pitchers that are going to uh, satisfy your, your standard of ratios, only start three starting pitchers right now and go massively heavy, obviously, on um, uh, setup guys and closers. If you have closers, go ahead and, you know, have your closers, but go go uh, go heavy on uh, setup guys. And we're talking also um, not just setup guys because they'll get the occasional save. They'll also get the occasional win, um, and that's really what we're looking for. We we don't even want them to get any saves, presuming you have enough closers. So uh, these guys, you know, there are some relievers who get like ten wins, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the four or five win guys. Okay, I'm talking about um, guys who are brought into tie games. Um, and, and there are, are some setup guys, I think, who are treated like closers. Don't bring me in unless I'm, I'm getting a hold. Um, or that's just the manager's style. Uh, but look for guys that are brought into, um, you know, uh, uh, whatchamacallit games, um, tie games, or, or up by one or down by one, you know, so... So there's no uh, hard rule uh, like there is with a closer. He only comes in to get a hold uh, so that you can vulture some wins. Now, let's say that guy pitches 55 innings and you get four wins out of him. And you're like, well, what's that really? Well, if you have an innings limit, first of all, his ratios are probably going to be better than any starting pitcher that you could have picked up off the waiver wire just because, you know, he can throw gas. Relievers don't have to face, you know, relievers have lower ERAs and whips. I I don't have to talk about that. So, um... You'll have uh, slightly better ratios, presumably, uh, and you may have the same ratio of... Oh, it's a Red Sox hat on the road. I kind of want to pick it up. You may have the same ratio of innings to wins or wins to innings. 55 innings a year, and he gets four wins, which is not a stretch. A lot of relievers get four wins, um, and it's quasi-predictable. Let's, let's triple that to a, a starting pitcher that has 165 innings, which is... Probably now more than, yeah, probably definitely more than average. But 165 innings, that would be 12 wins. Um, with with the, the ratios of a reliever. Now, it's the ratios aren't going to be weighted for 165 innings worth. It's just still 55 innings worth. But if you get a few of those guys, um, you can get uh, uh, maybe the equivalent number of wins from relievers per inning that you would have got from pretty good pitchers. Um, you know, primarily because uh, relievers have gotten better over the last 15 years and and over the last, I don't know, 10 years, uh, pitchers, starting pitchers, they haven't gotten worse, but they're not going long enough anymore um, to give them a real good chance of winning. If you're not winning in the fifth inning or after the fifth inning, that's it. You got to be winning after the fifth inning for some of these guys because because they get the hook. 
um, even if they've done reasonably well. Um, so, so I would go middle relievers. Now you're saying, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if I have six middle relievers, you know, not uh, good setup men, you know, not middle relievers like long relief or, or whatever, but you got good uh, six relievers going at a time and three starters. That's fine as like, you know, how many uh, for the number of wins you're going to get per inning on a per inning basis, but, and good ratios, but I'm, I'm not going to come close to reaching the limit, which will uh, put me at a severe disadvantage to, um, for the uh, totals categories, the wins, uh, well, yeah, no, win, wins and strikeouts, um, 100% true, 100% true, but here's where you can make it up a little bit more. Um, there are, first of all, you have all season, not all season, but, you know, two, three months to scour the um, waiver wire for starting pitchers. So you, you will be accumulating them. If you have three now, you won't have just three later. Uh, invest in George Kirby, invest in, you know, Max Meyer, invest in Edward Cabrera, etc. cetera. Um, and uh, uh, the other thing is uh, September... A lot of in September, a lot of those um, just because the weather is a little bit cooler, I think, or maybe hitters when they get tired, they lose their performance more than pitchers do. Whatever, it, it, offense goes down in September. So, in a way, you're doing the best you can because you don't want to put subpar starting pitchers uh, in your lineup just because you got to get log those innings. During the three or four months, yeah, the four months where each month hitting an offense increases, like they're already subpar. Don't put them in the four biggest offensive months, okay? Put them away, and now you can start to do um, in September. You can some of those pitchers uh, will be um, first of all, you you will have accumulated a few good more pitcher, a few more pitchers who are good, right? Uh, obviously, I'm not putting my sentences uh, together well, but now maybe you got uh, five good starting pitchers. Uh, you know, the last two are just a little bit above fantasy average, but whatever. Uh, they were they were worth waiting for, and um, and using uh, long. Uh, I mean, uh, setup guys in the meantime, and um, and but now some guys are available that weren't during summer months. That it's okay to. Um, uh, pitch them in September uh, and you can put more guys on two-start. You can start looking for two-start pitchers um, and um, the pitchers won't have gotten better but their numbers will on the whole. Um, and if you use two-start pitchers uh, heavy two-start pitchers in September uh, in the, the lowest or the second lowest um, offensively productive month, um, then you'll have a disproportionate amount of those uh, replacement innings from your initial um, injury or subpar performance from starting pitchers who you drafted. You'll have a disproportionate amount of those replacement innings um, from starting pitchers be in September, the second uh, worst month offensively. Now this is all like it's a lot of work. It's got to be a, a league you care about for uh, money reasons or or you love doing this because it is a lot of work um, and you're not going to see the numbers right away. In fact, you may never see 
um, it may never be clear to you that, oh yeah, this, this worked, but um, logically speaking, you're not going to go back and try to compare it to, well, what if I picked up this guy and whatever, you know, would my numbers have been better four months ago? If I, you can't do that, but um, and the numbers may not look good, but they might look average. And you're saying, well, I, I have average numbers. Yeah, but you were going to have fucking sub-average uh, numbers, right? It's like a, a therapist has a uh, client. He's totally fucked up. And uh, they're working on stuff to not be violent. And he goes and uh, he beats the shit out of uh, his best friend. Uh, and you're like, oh, that therapist sucks. No, 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 no. How do you know that uh, uh, this guy uh, without therapy wouldn't have shot his best friend, kidnapped uh, his best friend's uh, son, and, uh, you know... Uh, I don't know, buried his best friend, uh, his other best friend alive. It's a psychotic uh, situation, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so, you, you know, you're not going to be super thrilled, but you may be super thrilled, or you would be super th- thrilled probably if you saw w- what where you would have ended up um, not having used this strategy. So, you know, lay off the, um, if your pitching sucks right now, go get Adam Simber. Um, and, and that's the thing. If it's not holds, nobody nobody has any interest. It's basically free. Nobody has any interest in these really um, 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 skilled and uh, uh, with great ratios uh, setup guys. Unless they're you know maybe I don't know twenty five percent of them are are rostered for handcuff reasons uh, or. Um, uh, yeah, for insurance uh, for other closers because they'd be the next guy up to be the closer. But a lot of them with great ratios, nobody's paying anything for them because they don't do anything for them except, and they don't need to be drafted by anyone um, unless you think they're going to be the closer. But when you're already in this situation of not having enough good starting pitching, don't go sub uh, subpar starting pitching during the warm, hot summer months. Um, go... Uh, elite setup guys uh, get some wins there um, and, and, and you're probably on a pruning basis going to get a better five category spread there um, than uh, the um, your average decent uh, uh, fantasy starting pitcher and then uh, make up for it in, uh, by accumulating some waiver wire uh, starting pitchers by being really meticulous investing and waiting uh, for prospects to come up, and um, and then uh, for the remaining balance, you do two start uh, two start um, motherfuckers uh, uh, two start pitchers um, in September aggressively with um, pitchers that you might not otherwise start because they're subpar, but in September they're going to be a little bit better. And, and, and it's like you're 0 for 3 for the game. And you just don't want to give up and say, ah, fuck it. Well, I'm not going to go 3 for 4, so what am I doing? Um, um, no. Try, try to get a friggin' hit and go 1 for 4. Because um, if your offense is good enough, um, you could still win the league with total right across the board, seventh place out of 12th, um, 
ranking in rotisserie pitch uh, pitching stats if you know if your offense is is uh, very very good or you could finish in the money or whatever uh, but it also just makes you a better fantasy player and uh, this is the kind of stuff that um, isn't talked about too much like strategy mostly during the season um, strategy just isn't talked about enough in fantasy baseball um, and listen it's 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 an ego league. It's an ego field. I mean, you want to come up with your own strategy um, because whatever. That's fucking stupid. You want to win uh, someone else's way because you took good advice, or would you like to risk not being as good? Um, but it was all. But when you do win less frequently, it was because of you. I guess that's a choice for you to make. Uh, but I'm really good at this. I know what I'm doing, and I'm willing to tell you. Uh, how it goes. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong and uh, I do it all for free uh, except for the cost of having to uh, drudge or trudge, not sure, through my uh, rambling, incoherent, uh, babbling language. One last little bit um, regarding relievers. I want to give a shout out to closermonkey.com. Uh, they track and are the most accurate at tracking the closing situations for every single team except for the Pirates. For some reason, they just don't they don't cover the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's weird. Um, I'm kidding. They call uh, they cover all the teams. Uh, they tell you the second in line, third in line. Um, they give you a dark horse. They update it all the time. They tell you who is, uh, they have a vulture watch list every day. It's updated every day, you know, so they, they'll tell you, they say, uh, you know, if Emilio Pagan goes tonight, that'll be three days in a row. And, uh, you know, the next guy next in line would be, uh, Yoan Duran or, uh, you know, whatever, uh, would be someone else. And they have a little, you can just go scroll right down to just that section if you want. Um, after a while, I got a pretty good handle on uh, all, all 32 teams and what their first, second, and third are, although it changes on a week-to-week basis. Um, but I just usually just scroll right down to Vulture Save uh, watch list for today and tomorrow, and they, they tell you who to, who to pick up so you can get some uh, closers if you're really meticulous by adding, you know, adding and dropping. And that would be in a daily league, obviously, adding and dropping a certain players who should pretty be pretty widely available because unless someone else is doing the exact same thing um you know no one's drafting these guys and holding them all year because they're not contributing very much to anything uh certainly not saves okay so that's closermonkey.com they're phenomenal uh i'll i'll give uh, my other two shout outs um so i I, pre- I previously said all you need is the following two podcasts to win at dynasty and um and redraft. I, I would throw closermonkey.com in there as well. So closermonkey.com. Um, CBS's uh, Fantasy Baseball Today uh, podcast uh, is phenomenal, exhaustive for uh, redraft. And uh, James, James Anderson's uh, podcast with Clay something on uh, Rotowire, Clay Link maybe, on Rotowire. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's phenomenal. It, 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 he is so exhaustive and has been correct about his top 400 
um, top 400 prospects list that you know gets updated all the time and gives you an ETA and uh, there's a blurb written about uh, his opinion on, on the important ones um, not all 400 but a good deal of them and uh, and uh, he helped me build uh, uh, just that list which I ended up paying for which is remarkable uh, I paid for access to uh, that list but uh, tons of other things but I only really wanted that top 400 prospect list I don't pay for shit so especially shit that isn't uh, for uh, my family or or to, to help suffering animals or disadvantaged or help animals in general so uh, and I, I paid for his uh, thing so it, oh, 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 oh. speaking of animals almost hit a squirrel um, and um, so uh, yeah he, he helped me build an unbelievable dynasty um, team with uh, my 10 minor league roster spots due to, you know, trades that I made um, were, you know, I had like Alec Manoa at no salary. I could activate him whenever I wanted. This year I was going to do it for $1. So, you know, Alec Manola, uh, Manoa low dolo. I had Chris Bassett for 3 bucks. Oh, that didn't have anything to do with him. Um, I can't remember all the prospects because they're, they're a little bit further away because it was a dynasty league. Uh, they weren't necessarily coming up this year. But, um, but yeah, so uh, CloserMonkey.com, great on tracking closer situations, the best. Uh, CBS Fantasy Baseball Today, tracking, you know, um, performances that deviate from what you might expect during the season. Uh, so in other words, trades and waiver wire ads or whatnot and um or drops or ads and uh and uh you know roto wires uh podcast with james anderson it's a prospect podcast he does other ones but james anderson and clay links prospect podcast by roto wire you can just find that on youtube i